Roguelike episode of Game My Mom Found. I am Mike Elberton, and who is with me tonight? Uh, Fish Boy, Stefan JD. <laughs> Aqualad, Dylan Ferguson. That was good. That was good. And I will introduce what we're going to be talking about tonight, because this is my pick. Because <laughs> I like Aquaman. Uh, we are probably reading one of the best Aquaman New 52 stories, because it's a Justice League story, and you can't go wrong with Justice League. Uh, we are going to be talking about Aquaman Throne of Atlantis, mm-hmm. which is a came out in 2012, 2013, and it runs in a few issues in Aquaman, a few issues in Justice League. So you would have had to buy both to read it, which could be very annoying. So, yep. Uh, but I and it's also an animated film of this, too, which I have never watched for some reason. It looked, uh, it, it looked yeah. a lot different from the source material whenever I checked out, like, just, like, little clips of it. Yeah. I just wanted to see it. Mm, it feels like part of the chorus for DC. They always change their animated movies to make them more edgy or something. I don't know why. <laughs> and also, <laughs> the Aquaman movie in 2018 that we got is a loose adaptation of the story arc also, which I thought was cool. Hmm. So those that, I mean, there's, there's things in here that hinted right along. Mm-hmm. And yet, so I, I'm the only guy sitting here who hasn't seen Aquaman yet. Good movie. Uh-huh. And if you <laughs> and if you are listening to us, if you haven't listened to our trench other Aquaman episode, you should because it'll give you a little bit more basic of Aquaman and what's all going on. Because we'll we'll briefly touch on it, but not as detailed as we did in that book in that episode. So please go listen to that first. All right. First, I want to start out with how this whole the whole Throne of Atlantis opens up with the prelude in Aquaman fourteen, which one I really love that cover. I don't care about Orm. I don't like Orm, but for some reason, Orm on the cover of that book where he's just standing there with a trident and the sharks in the background just looks fucking awesome. Yes. Okay, I can't be the only one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he looks cool. I like his outfit. I'm <laughs> sorry, like but or- Orm was a badass this whole entire comic, so... Yeah. Mm, I don't know. You, you kind of have to, like, really sway me to not like Orm at all. Yeah. Orm is one of those characters that I feel that I didn't really know a lot of. I mean, he's in the Aquaman movie, for those that have seen it. And he's and I know who he was, because he's in a lot of old issues that I'd ever read. But this is, like, I felt this is a very good story to kind of introduce you to the character and really, like, it, it, it puts Aquaman and the Justice League in a pretty big fight, which I, all together, which I thought was just a great story. But just, like, the way the story starts off, it gives you a reason to why the Atlanteans hate the humans besides pollution and everything else. But it starts off with the, in 1820 and i just like that you see some people it looks like they're hunting moby dick and they're shooting hooks and they're trying to kill this monster and then you see a man in the water and it's just it's cool how they do it how they end up pulling this guy up and you find out that the guy they're pulling up it's not a guy it's an atlantean and they're trying mm-hmm. to kill him i find that super cool it's <laughs> like it, it, it's just it, a this is hatred yeah and it turns out they killed the queen and now they're trying to kill the king of the of the atlanteans which doesn't work out so well for them this was aquaman so i was like what Aquaman's just gonna die in the first issue or this issue <laughs> i was so confused i didn't look at the timeline <laughs> you just look at the 1820 or the fact that they're on a on an old ship and not on a cruise liner or something no <laughs> nothing well, if you remember correctly, this was your idea for us to read an Aquaman book after after we did Trent. I think we both agreed on it. <laughs> <laughs> we did agree. That's the part we both agreed. <laughs> Trench was really good. This this was a little bit better than it. Not as good as Trench, but it's it's almost there. I mean, on one of the first page, you have you have what you love. You have Aquaman standing there, swimming in the water, talking to fish. I guess oh. it's a dumb 
it's a dumb it's a dumb piece of art but you know what there's nothing wrong with talking to fish <laughs> i mean there's one there's one panel in here that kind of introduces Black Manta to the Suicide Squad, which has to do with the other story arc that we're not really going to be touching in, in on here too much. But I did think it was cool how they show Black Manta and they show you how badass he is even without his armor when it comes to a regular person. Mm-hmm. Where he fucks mm-hmm. up with the guy and like drowns him in the toilet and... <laughs> It's <laughs> just brutal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a very big, scary black man. <laughs> we might have we might have talked about that story at some point. But it's just I mean, I thought that was cool and how it introduces that, you know, he's gonna join the suicide squad, which doesn't mean anything to this book at all, but I just thought it was a cool nudge right there. Yeah, it feels like everyone's been in the suicide squad at some point, so kinda not surprised. It's almost like the X-Men in a way. It's like some people have joined the X-Men and left. <laughs> Yeah, but that's a little different. Those are heroes, not bad guys. A little bit. <laughs> uh, okay, we're not going to go down there right now. <laughs> we're not going <laughs> to go down that road. I was about to start arguing with you about. So, like, even like when you have like the first time you have Aquaman and Orm interacting in this is because he had asked he had asked the the fish to go tell Orm <laughs> to go meet at this wreckage of the ship that we had seen earlier from 1820, which had to do with the king being killed and their whole interaction because. Again, in the story we haven't talked about, there was a there were relics that were stolen, and mm-hmm. Aquaman is trying to figure out who stole these relics and why. And he thought first maybe it was Orm. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, it wasn't Orm. But <laughs> I just thought that was kind of cool. Like all their interactions between Orm and Aquaman are just I thought are really good. If I yeah. wanted your relic, I just would have asked you, brother. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think because in the movie. Doesn't he have like different uh, reasons to go against Aquaman? I feel like in this one, he's really not being a bad guy. He's just not being a good guy. Like well, he he doesn't the... want to ruin Atlantis. It's... He's just taking over the job from Aquaman who left. It's fifty fifty. Like he, he they go into it, but like Orm is being a bad guy, but he's not. Like Mike said, he's not the bad guy. He's he's doing what he thinks is right. Right. Also, the background that we don't that we haven't mentioned yet is that Aquaman, after he finds out he's Aquaman, he go, or he finds Atlantean, he goes down and he's in Atlantis at one point for a little while after his father is killed, and he lives down there and he is the king. Then he decides after a while to leave. Yeah, he doesn't want to be the king. Gives the throne back to Orm. Because who doesn't want to be you know rich and famous and rule fish people? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Get with Mira. And and then the- mm, mermaids. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I do love the scene near the end, the like the cliffhanger at the end of this first book, is you see some you see somebody is at where the trench was sealed, and they hit it with a trident, breaking it open, and you just see the evil trench looking creature starting to swim out. And I just like, oh fuck. <laughs> when I saw that the first time. Well, yeah. and it's so creepy when you just have like that unnamed protagonist too, just being like, You are mine. And it's like whoa what yeah like you don't know you when you first see it you think orm is the one that broke it open you don't really know what's going on because that's what you're you're led to assume well and to think that it's like there's just one dude who's just like okay i'm gonna go move this giant rock that aquaman who has super strength just chucked out of the fucking ocean bed i don't know i think i think it was uh it was weird that they were still alive because they had to have been eating each other or something because weren't wasn't the original reason why those monsters came out of the trench is because they were starving yes i got two words for you comic books no but yeah see that's the thing (laughs) who needs continuity 
I I just kind of wish they had put like a line in there or something or showed that they'd been eating each other or something because that's probably what they had to resort to. Well, you I never see. heard anything about the queen or the another king, so kings in this. Was he in it? Oh, yeah, oh, he's okay, in it yeah, later yeah, on. Yeah, yep, like, yep, yep, yep. I was gonna say maybe that was the issue that you missed. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, they don't need to know that. Shh. I read the whole thing, guys. I read the whole thing. <laughs> um, but again, like when you when you get into like the first Justice League book, and that's and it kind of opens up with your mind and me of the movie also, where you have a scene where you have a battle crew or a airship. What the hell are they called? Big long ships, aircraft, and they launched a missile, but they launched the missiles into the ocean, and they hit an Atlantean <clears throat> city. Which is what starts this whole conflict, which I also want to say would start the conflict in the 2018 movie, if I remember correctly. But it's been a while. Ah, they were hacked. They were hacked. Yeah, they were. Were they? Yeah, they were hacked. But they don't know. They just all of a sudden the bombs go off. They're like, "Well, I guess that was an accident." It's like there's nothing down there anyway. And Stefan, you gotta agree with me. You did like that scene when they in in this Justice League where they have Wonder Woman and uh, Superman, Clark Kent. Where he where he shows Wonder Woman, hey, if you just put glasses on and you just ruffle up your hair and you know wear normal clothes, you can go and be normal. Like I know see, you had to like that scene. See, yeah, that's the comic book part of it where it's like <laughs> he's showing her the ways around it, but then he also kind of does explain too, like you know, it's just because they're so unassuming to think that Superman would dress up like a regular guy and walk around among them. They think you're just Superman twenty four seven. Or Wonder Woman 24-7, so. He goes a little bit more in-depth, but yeah, he does do the glasses thing, which was funny. <laughs> I, I like a very touching scene, because I want to say, in the New 52, Wonder Woman and Superman do get together, I think, for a while or something. I want to say there's even, like, four trades where they are together. Yep, I they're, probably. like, really briefly. Mm-hmm. It was like they, you had like the new birth of like New 52 Superman, then there was like the 13 issues of that, and then like they redid it again. Okay, and they weren't together something. anymore. I know there is a book I because I bought one of the trades for my wife that I where they're together, but I never read it. Um, so yeah, if anyone wants to know, I hate it most of new 52 if i haven't said it already on the show so that's yeah. like the whole yeah the whole superman thing i hate this superman the whole wonder woman in this like she's okay <laughs> i like I, this batman this batman was good yeah they didn't really change too much of batman in new 52 i think there was like one or two things they changed but nothing it's the same batman basically i like i like all the characters in this for new 50 i like new 52 a lot but then again i also have no history before because i didn't really read comics so New 52 is when I read, started reading a lot of my stories. So mm -hmm. it doesn't, I wasn't affected like how you were. Well, we're going to fix that, Mike. <laughs> you need some Bob Kane, sir. Yeah. Uh, but even, and then like it goes to a scene where you have Batman chasing after a boat with scarecrow baddies, I guess, wearing like penguin helmets. I really thought they were penguin henchmen, but they're scarecrow henchmen. That, okay. Well, it's like they're wearing like that, the like mask from like something that like would be in Bloodborne, for instance. Yeah. <laughs> you mean mm. plague mask? That might be in real life. Whatever they're called, like the circus. <laughs> they're not, okay. they're not know. that type of mask. I don't think. Yeah, like the gas masks. I don't know. I don't know what they are. They're yeah. just bird masks. They look like they have a bird head with a beak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I do like how on point he is, though, that he's just chatting with Aquam or whoever, Cyborg, and he just, like, ejects out of the bat boat and just flies <laughs> right on the boat and starts kicking their asses while still talking. Bat boat. <laughs> yeah. While still talking to Cyborg, and then you have Aquaman who bursts out of the water, stops the boat, and he's like, well, I didn't need your help, Aquaman, but sure, thanks. Like, <laughs> How many times have we heard Batman say, 
say that before. Good God. <laughs> I didn't need your help. I am the knight. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was born into the darkness. How about that? Oh, <laughs> okay. that was good. Molded by it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that movie, by the way. But uh, and of course, I don't know. Every time I see Mara drawn in this comic, I maybe that's why I like this comic so much. I just love Mara. I love the way they draw Mara. Mm-hmm. So, she does look really good. Yeah, and she shows up, and it's like everything about her is just just great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like her powers. She's got cool powers. Mm-hmm. Especially in this, this, this kind of made it weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about that. So one of the things that Atlantis does because they have to retaliate retaliate for the missile oh, that well. almost killed their city and killed all of them is they start creating these shock waves and these tsunamis that come and start wreaking havoc on the city. So like in Gotham City, people like hundreds of people are drowning because of these tsunamis that just hit it immediately. And uh, one of the things Mira does is she uses her like water powers to stop some of it from smashing into the buildings. And stuff. She tried to push it back into the ocean. Yeah, so she's like on another level with her power. She's pretty badass. Yeah, I mean, they really do show you later how powerful she is. And as you, as you start seeing the, the city get attacked and the water just start flooding, I mean, you see they're sending all the boat back up. Like, it mm. is pretty awesome how you just see everything that's happening with the, the water just flooding into the city and everybody's dying. <laughs> mm-hmm. like it morbid is. and dark as that is it looks cool the drawings are really cool and, and super I'm, fucking cool and they're saving people like you have superman and wonder woman kept catching an aircraft carrier and trying to stop it wonder woman turning the water into steam and this is also when Volko, who we hadn't mentioned who showed up a little earlier in one in in this comic where he jumps into the water he shows I up and he rescues woman. lois lane Mm-hmm. <laughs> but my favorite my favorite Sorry. line <laughs> is near no you're good near the end when aquaman's like my god they're following the atlantean war plans and batman my how do you know that because i wrote them i mean oh, that yeah. to me i, I like that because then it kind of shows you that you know, it shows you more how intelligent aquaman is too as a as a king <laughs> and as a general as a fighter like i don't know i i like the fact that this book kind of really glorifies aquaman when it comes to his power with the Justice League. He's not just that stupid fish guy, like maybe in a show called The Boys, where you know, I have a stupid <laughs> fish guy in the team. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot more. I, that, I couldn't finish that show. But this, oh this, this book you really does a good job. So good. I can't. I just couldn't do it. I got halfway through and I just could not finish it. Yeah, it's a good show. But um, no, yeah, that's one of the other <laughs> things that Aquaman brings up when he's traveling with Batman is that the Atlantean assassins try to kill Batman. They don't know that Aquaman's there. And he's like, why would they try to kill me? And Aquaman says, because of course, obviously you were one of the people that I knew I had to kill if I ever caused any war on land, which was pretty interesting. But I mean, everyone knows you got to kill Batman first. <laughs> but also when you, when you got to look at this world, they didn't even know Batman was real at one time. Like he was just a myth to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we didn't talk about in the, in the first justice league story, which we'll have to talk about someday. It does mention, it brings that up how they, people didn't realize they were real. Same as like Aquaman. They, you know, you talk, you know, they make fun of him in that first story where, you are more are still not completely aware of these superheroes. Oh yeah, Atlantis isn't real, is it? <laughs> but they're gonna touch way on that here in a minute, though, when we mm-hmm. get there. 
I mean, they they do a good job of, of showing what's going on. Where you have Batman and Aquaman in Gotham. You have Wonder Woman and Superman and in, I want to say Metropolis. You also yep. have Boston is getting flooded, too. So they have a real city get flooded also. And, you know, they do a, <laughs> a lot more than I have in Boston. <laughs> like, you know, they show Mara fighting off the water where she ends up getting a nosebleed, which reminded me of Stranger Things. So she over she overdraws herself trying to save people. And then they just show, you know, she's just saying all their bodies, so many bodies down there from the flooding. Because they're, you know, trying to, I mean, it's a great first strike idea. Just flood the freaking cities and then attack. Yeah, try to weaken them down and their numbers and everything. I mean, I also like it when Superman finds Volko and he does the x-ray thing and he's like, yeah, I'm not sure he has lungs. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I had and a feeling we're... as soon as Volko, like the body washed up on the beach, is like, things aren't okay. I must go straight into yeah. the ocean. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Okay. All right. Zoom, zoom. I must go to my people. Oh, makes yeah. sense. I mean, well, he put this whole plan in motion. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But <laughs> he plays a part in this. But, okay, I do gotta ask you, Stefan, do you have a problem with Wonder Woman's costume in New 52, or do you like it? I personally I like it. I don't like it. I Okay, I figured that was coming. What about you, Dylan? No. Yeah, I don't she, know. Okay, just me? She's she's too feminine. I don't know. Like, what it, I think it's just the colors, mostly. I, I dig the gold better than the silver. I like maybe. the silver. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I guess this is my Wonder Woman then. I like the silver better. (laughs) I don't know. I just, I think she's a badass. Like, you know, when she pulls her sword to Volk after he just one punch knocks Superman right into a wall. I mean, and she's just like, she's like, take a swing again, and so do I. And she's just a badass. I mean, yeah, like, I like the character. I just don't like the costume. Like, her her character's pretty cool, though. She's tough. (laughs) Badass. Yeah. But I don't know. I The way I've always honestly seen Amazonians, like if they was going to be a real Wonder Woman in the real world, like if they try to do a realistic take on it, she would probably be like seven feet tall is the way I see it. <laughs> like she would be and she'd be buff, you know, muscular, like the Hulk or something like that's kind of the way I see them. But of course, that would never happen. It's happened in one comic book, I think. Are, are you thinking more like uh, Futurama Snoo Snoo there, bud? Yeah, Snoo Snoo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking of, of She-Hulk, and this is not She-Hulk, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't know what hot snoo snoo. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you have a part where you have Aquaman and Batman ride together in, in the Batboat. <laughs> and this is the part we were talking about where they try to blow up the Batboat to kill Batman. And this is where he mentions about how he had set it up to have him kill. Because that Which wasn't brought neat. up earlier. And yeah. so what are your thoughts on Cyborg? Like, Cyborg is one of those characters that I don't know very well. Because I've never read a lot of DC books until I started reading some of this. So I read this new 52 stuff. Like, is he someone that you have any type of like connection to? There's a lot of different. Uh, variations on like writers how they've written cyborg or what they've done with him um early 90s cyborg there was a story where it started talking about how he was becoming more machine than human and like the program within him was trying to make him more machine and i think there's even a time where like the program inside of him starts to kidnap teen titans or something and like the justice league and the titans get into like arguments on how to save them so there's that cyborg that i appreciate it from the 90s the one that i think recently i like the most is the one that's on uh uh what's that show called doom doom patrol mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah, that oh. cyborg is probably the best cyborg at take I've ever seen in live action. I I didn't like the one in the movie, The Justice League. Oh, and I have a no. real quick question for you. 
since mm-hmm. we're, we're recording this, since the time that anyone's listening to it, it's going to be after April. So did you like that April 3rd, 2020 cyber movie we got that was coming out? <laughs> Nothing? Oh. Uh, I, I have yet to go see it, Mike. I it, made plans to. I've made reservations for tickets this weekend. The joke is it never came out on April 3rd. It got canceled a long time ago. <laughs> Nobody jumped on my joke. All right. Uh, so I'm just going to keep going. That was a joke. We never get in the movie. I was going to yeah, say, they... I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't yeah. even heard about this. I what? thought Stefan would know, but he didn't. Or no, he didn't I, I was I was just trying to like allude to... I mean, I was I was getting what you were saying, but you said April 3rd, so I was also like, oh, Resident Evil 3 remake. Mm. Oh, that's not what I meant. <laughs> but it made me think of that. <laughs> Which looks fan-freaking-tastic, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be talking about that plenty in a couple of days. I mean, we did, you know, weeks or months ago. But mm-hmm. when, like, when they introduce Volko, when he, because they bring, after Wonder Woman and Superman run into Volko, they bring him up to the watchtower where Cyborg's at. And that's when Aquaman meets up with Volko again and it kind of, like, goes through a little thing where he's like, oh, he's my royal advisor. And it, it mentions more about their history together. He was my yeah. mother's servant. He serves me. Yeah. Okay. Because I, w- I want to say, like, something like, didn't didn't Volko serve under Aquaman while he was king, and then now he still wants him to be king? Yeah, he, he gets he gets exiled after Aquaman leaves. He was exiled because he had served Aquaman, and he had served Aquaman's <laughs> mother, Nicole Kidman, before that. So then they wanted him gone. Mm-hmm. He's so. he's kind of like a... He's kind of like a guy... He's with... flounder. I mean, what? <laughs> God. Yeah, he's he's kind of like a guy that like uh has good intentions, but he's doing it all the wrong way. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it also shows you another brief scene of the trench monsters swimming closer and closer to come up to the people. I mm-hmm. I love everything about the trench. I am a I am a huge fan of these characters. Of not, I mean, they're like really character, but as them as like a as like an alien creature, they're just badass and cool. Yeah, and also mm. the fact that like the Atlanteans and Aquaman, they're they're so deep into the ocean. These monsters are that even they're like they have no idea of them until they discover them. And obviously, I have to close the trench, which we read earlier. But well, I think it's think cool about, that they're that alien. But yeah. well, and they're gonna get into the whole entire the trencher controlled by the trident that was underneath the whole entire tomb, you know, from you know the others. But oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's super cool because they're like, okay, so these these they're controlled by the dead king, which we haven't even gotten to yet, but. Atlantis was sunk how many thousands of years ago before men and before current Atlantis. So they're probably going to have no fucking clue who the trench even are at this point. No, nobody really knows, which I, I thought it's cool how they did that. And even the scene where like King Orm first shows up again, where he climbs out of the water, gets onto a boat and just starts like almost killing people, asking, asking them, where, where is the king? And the whole time, he's because th- he thinks Aquaman, when he went up to the surface, he's the king of the surface world, which I thought was very interesting. And they have no idea. You were talking about, like, are you talking about the president? Like, they're just confused, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool. He's like, he thinks he's, ru- Orm thinks he's ruling them. And I thought that was a very interesting way they did that. Yeah, he's, because why would he give up being king down below when he can rule above? But of course, Aquaman's just living among us, or humans. He's, he's not a king. <laughs> 
No. And then you have Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman who show up who want to just take Orm with him and Aquaman trying to convince Orm, send down the army, give up, come with me because someone, you have to pay for the crime. You just flooded three different cities and killed hundreds of people. You can't just, or thousands of people, you're not just walking away from Right. And I thought that was cool too. Like when, the, and then all of a sudden he grabs Batman for like choking him out because they mm-hmm. try to fight like that. Yeah, that was badass to me. I can't be the only oh, one who yeah. thought that was badass. Well, and I, oh, I loved it because like whenever everybody just jumps in, they're just like, okay, you had your chance. And this whole entire time, he's just trying to explain like, hey, these guys don't even understand you that we're real. They think I'm just a normal guy. They don't know I'm Atlantean. They don't even know what Atlantis is. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking yeah. great because you have like that one brief moment of like, okay, we're talking guy to guy here instead of just, I'm going to rip your fucking throat out. And then you, this all could have been avoided. <laughs> this all mm-hmm. literally could have been avoided. Yeah, Orm's, Orm's a very hot-headed type villain, we should say. He doesn't really want to listen to reason or believe anything his brother's telling him, which doesn't really make any sense because why would he want to lie to him? Because he's Ocean Master and Ocean Master never listens. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, that's Plus, I mean, it's the idea that his brother, who should be king, gave it up, and he he can't understand why he would give up something, you know, such a prestigious, you know, ability role just to be a nobody, just to be a guy talking to fish. Like, I think that's right. part of it. Yeah. You know, and he, why would you give up royalty to go be a fisherman's son? And there's a lot of uh, splash pages in here about that, too, where it shows that how big the Atlantean army is. It's just massive. Oh, oof. I love yeah, that two page spread that's later on whenever everybody's just kind of clashing. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think oh. Orrin says, It is time for war. And then yeah, they, they like, start, when yeah. they finally start rising because it's right after uh, Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman. I want to say, I want Superman, and they're, they're all fighting uh, Ocean Ocean Master. But I like it like Aquaman goes toe to toe with all three of them, and he he takes out Superman, he takes out Wonder Woman pretty like with a few hits. And I thought that was pretty damn cool where you see them fighting, and he's beating them. And Batman just gets shocked by Orm, and that's the end of him. But like you actually get to see them going toe to toe. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and what's what's so cool is that he can take every single one of them out without a problem, single-handedly. <laughs> See, that's why Stefan didn't like this book because he beat Batman's ass. I mean, sorry, Superman. Stefan likes Superman more than Batman. I want to say, right? Oh, you like Underoos, bud? No, he's joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. I thought you liked Superman more. No, I I like them both equally. Honestly, okay. I I really don't have a lot of like. It depends on who's writing them. Now, how about the question or Superman? Yeah. See there. There you go. Okay. The question wins every time. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I love the that. question. I'm biased. I love my Batman. I can't. I'll never give up on my Batman. Bruce is my boy. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if I had to just, choose, I would choose Batman. Bruce. But everything about this fight, where you have the Atlantean army coming up, attacking Wonder Woman, Superman 2 after Aquaman had his little skirmish. He's fighting Orm. Batman's just unconscious laying somewhere. And, like, just them fighting is just so cool to see how... And, I mean, in the end, Orm using his crown and his trident to control the oceans and the light and lightning i guess he takes out everybody he ends up defeating aquaman superman and wonder woman and ends up just beating the shit out of them and then seals them in like a water tube puts them inside cocoons and sends them down under like to yeah to the trench i didn't didn't uh, doesn't aquaman say something about like there's like some sort of ooze or something that kind of got on him and that's what gave them a paralysis or like that's, that's why later. they passed out yeah no they Did just to the trench or he sent him to the dark water i thought it was dark water <laughs> 
It's a trench. Oh, okay. Maybe it's All a right. dust I think it's near. No, it's near the trench. It's down in that in that area. But they no. Yeah. What happened? He they get electrocuted, and that's what knocks him out. He does mention the paralyzed when he's swimming underneath, and they fight some of the trench the trench people. He mentions about them being paralyzed and watch out for them. Their bites. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah. The, and this is kind of where we get the like a little bit more hint to actually what's going on because on the walls of the trench, kind of like cavemen, there's these little like drawings or whatever. Atlantean language and hieroglyphics and Batman's trying to see through the the egg that he's in, the cocoon and he's trying to see like what's going on and apparently whoever has this specific type of scepter can control the trench monsters and that's when Aquaman starts to think well, either my brother has it or somebody else does. It's the scepter from the uh, the other story that we didn't read which we might, and that's the one where it's it's the old king scepter from a long time ago the original Mm -hmm. king of land. Yeah, the The one that was murdered. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we'll get there. We, we'll get there. Not in the story arc. That's later. I can tell you all about it. If you don't want me to. So. Oh God, no! Next episode. Next episode, man. I'm already reading it. I'm, I'm right with okay. you. Stefan, I think he's done with Aquaman for this. So. But what I do want to say is, as, as you were mentioning, that they're swimming down there, and you know, as Aquaman comes to two before the rest of them do, and he and that's when he wakes up Batman, or he finds Batman, but he knows that he can't break because Batman's about to just cut open the shell, and he's like, "Yeah, don't do that, or you're going to be dead because of the, the pressure of how deep they're under. They won't be able, to, he won't be able to survive." Yeah, it's <laughs> thing like, we... <laughs> just carries him around this giant egg. He just carries it around. <laughs> Could you a man imagine Aquaman just baby burning fucking Batman and just like I've got you, what, bro? What we didn't <laughs> yeah. mention that's going on during this time is you also have Cyborg who's trying to get Doctor. He's also trying to get Doctor Shin, but he's also yeah he's trying to get Doctor Shin and yes, uh, assassins Sorry, are trying trying to kill him. You do get some cool scenes of them fighting, and then Cyborg, you know, is able gets a reading that Batman and is under and is is underwater somewhere deep, and there's a little bit of talk back and forth how he gives up his other luck to go even more robot so he can swim so he can be underwater and not die. Right. I, I thought that was cool, and you had the part where he summons a bunch of extra help for the Justice League that like Black Lightning, Vixen, Fire Firestorm, right? Shazam! Yeah, Firestorm. Hawkman, like, who's a fucking badass in this comic but we're not going to talk much about Hawkman's always a badass <laughs> you don't even gotta like justify that but I mean it is cool how they have that and they and, you know they have them fighting Orm because the the regular Justice League is all fucked up at this moment and there's, Flash is off they do make one comment about Flash fighting gorillas which we need to find that arc and reason I know what I was talking about <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, that um, is cool. And yeah, I, yes. that's that's pretty cool. I I honestly don't like Firestorm either, though. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I don't like this his design. I don't like the way that he comes together because he doesn't he have to be like two people or something. Yeah, he's two people in this. I mean, just like in the Flash show. For those that have seen the show, mm-hmm. I don't I don't like any of that. I think it's lame. Show Sorry, amazing. <laughs> Sorry, no, you Firestorm fans out there. Yeah, <laughs> there really Firestorm fans out there. Probably not. Yeah, how- no. I'm actually kind of curious where his first appearance was and how much it's worth. Um, mm. it's pretty I looked it up before. It's an old yeah, 
that up. I want to. I looked it up. Yeah. I looked up a lot of like C lists and D list characters to try to find cheap first appearances. Firestorm the Nuclear Man number one was ni- March 1978. I'm not that old. Uh, I feel like I've seen it before, but I didn't buy it. Yeah, that was his first appearance. So, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're not going to talk too much about Firestorm because fuck Firestorm. But <laughs> they have like Aquaman <laughs> and Batman swimming underneath the water. Okay. That's when you run into, like, I, it does look funny seeing Aquaman carry the coffin, Batman's coffin around. But mm-hmm. that's when you find Superman and Wonder Woman inside the trench because they, they're about to be fed to all the piranha looking thingies. And I thought that was cool. Good job. That's when Mara and Cyborg boom tube down there and they show up. And again, Mara just kicks fucking ass. Again. Yeah. Yeah. She's He's like the un- unsung hero, actually, of this whole thing, because even though Aquaman, like he does fighting and stuff, he's not really I don't know. He's he's just like trying to be more of like a diplomat or something through the whole story. Whereas Mira, a- yeah, King, whereas like Mira, she's just kicking ass left and right. <laughs> she does. Wanna... She does. Mm-hmm. She kicks a lot of ass in this in this comic. Well, yeah. and that's kind of like her role is to make sure he's safe. He has what he needs to to rule to be okay. Mm-hmm. So which they don't discuss in in this comic in the story arc why she's like she is, but that'll, that'll come down later on. But I do like it when the trench show up and the trench start battling Orm. Like, is she every at, at this point in the book, everyone thinks it was Orm that freed the trench monsters, and then you see them fighting his soldiers, and you realize it wasn't him so i thought that was good and this is when vocal finally starts to turn beats the shit out of dr shin pulls out the the trident that's been missing this whole time and then you realize they were all betrayed by Vulcan. right who i think tries to kill dr shin at one point too doesn't he yes uh, he does yes he does yeah because dr shin betrayed aquaman all those years ago and and he blames i want to say he blames dr shin or something partly what to do with aquaman's father father's death i want to say that's covering a different story arc but yeah yeah, yeah. he was in the first uh volume we read where he didn't want (laughs) aquaman didn't really want his help to understand any of the creatures from the trench but apparently dr shin is like the only human on earth who studied the most about the atlanteans so he knows he knows all about their physicalities and flaws and everything but he kind of apparently betrayed aquaman i just think shin's a piece of shit to begin with yeah like him he's creepy <laughs> he's weird he looks funny in those glasses i want to punch him in the face and he smells too probably like fish <laughs> yep <laughs> and it's numbers it's justice league 17 that has one of the splash pages you're talking about where it has a bunch of the the other justice league members the the backup ones fighting orm's army which just yeah works. I mean, they they do some great artwork in this in this book of all the characters. I mean, there's just some really badass scenes. Yeah, they fighting. they do not hold back on the splash splash pages. Like it mm-hmm. really comes out that they want to show all the war that's going to about to happen if these people don't figure it out between what's going on in the drama. Yeah, and it's it is <laughs> awesome. And this, I mean, and now you have Aquaman and everyone like they they made peace with each other. They understood Aquaman. And was trying to do and they're not I mean they're not I don't think they completely trust them as much still, but they're they're working together to fight Orm and this is when they all show back up and start kicking ass and taking mm-hmm. names. <laughs> well and when, yeah. when it happens, it fucking happens. It just bam. 
Mm. Out of nowhere, everybody's fucked. We're all in Boston. Let's have a fucking Donnybrook and throw down. Yeah, and I, I want to say too that if I remember correctly, this Superman in New Fifty Two was a little bit depowered from the Invincible one that we all know. Yes, Oof. yes, yeah, he's a little bit weaker. Yeah, he's a little bit weaker. So that's that's probably the only good plus I'll give him, which is why him being incapacitated in some way by the Atlanteans is kind of a cool thing, I guess. I mean, it, I just it was. Love... It was nice to see him kind of, you know, squirm a little bit. Mm-hmm. I just love the page when you see Aquaman punch Orm right across the face and just. Just fracture the fracture the the crown, and then and he and then they go like they're like kill Aquaman. He grabs the the trident that Orm had, and he says, "I think Orm has his own trident." His own trident. He says, "I am your king," and it's just a badass looking scene mm-hmm. when all the Atlanteans just go, "All right, you're right, he's king." And what do we, they what all do, we do with Orm, the king Orm? <laughs> yeah, that's coming. But then again, you have like you have another awesome freaking splash page where you have the Justice League and the Atlanteans all fighting the trench. Even Orm is fighting the trench with them because again, they all have a common enemy. And this is when they find out that Vocal was the one who betrayed Aquaman and released the trench. Mm-hmm. So, so hypothetical, real quick. What do you think would have happened if there was an all-way like three-way war? What if it actually happened? The trench, Atlanteans, and the yep, humans. 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 What do you think would have? Happen. I honestly think the trench would have took over. I think it would have just kind of been a everybody's well, fuck. Well, it depends how much they re- how much they can repli- replicate themselves or you know make more of them and how quickly they can to keep fighting. So I want to say that there would probably be heavy casualties. They'd probably lose like a lot of cities that were near the ocean and a lot of people. That would be like heavy heavy casualties. I think count. Minnesota would be I, fine. It would yeah, be very good to me. I think underneath it all, the serial you you'd be dead in Arizona. They just come right out of the water. You. Shit, we'd be what water? <laughs> you mean no, the dirt that far. tries to d- accumulate moisture sometimes? <laughs> they wouldn't even make it here. They die. They dry out. Oh, we should mention too. That's one of their weaknesses. If they dry out too much, they just die. So yeah, they wouldn't make it to Arizona. <laughs> Not even close. We'd be good, bud. Yep, we would be totally fine. <laughs> oh hey, what's that fish? But we'd this all probably be. Mountain. Yeah, we'd all probably be dead of the the virus here, though. You know. Hey hey hey, we're right. self quarantining. We're good. <laughs> uh, but and also you have like you ha- as he grabs the trident, the one that Volko used, he's able to summon the trench back, send them back into the ocean, and that's when King Orm, because Orm had thought he he yielded the throne to Aquaman, he thought, okay, I surrender to you. It's over and doesn't realize like, you're under arrest and then he goes to the he goes to superman and wonder woman and he gets put in bell reeve in prison and he's like upset because he's not he's not in water he's on earth mm-hmm. yeah exactly which is always the thing about like superhero movies and any of those movies is, is like all the bad guys we know in the comic books they go to like ravencroft prison or something but always in the movies the bad guy has to die at the end I don't I don't get why. Just put him in a prison. Closure. Yeah. Prison's not really closure. Yeah, just they don't have to in, die every time, you know? Also in movies with a lot I think a lot of the idea that characters wouldn't come back, that you would use them either one time there's one movie, you're not gonna do another movie with the same character, so you wanna get rid of that character, I guess. Well, I 
I get it, but also like if like what we've seen recently, like with Spider-Man Homecoming and all that, apparently they're going to try to do a Sinister Six thing, maybe. Sure they are. They got, oh, uh, finally. Remember Michael Keaton's character returns as the Vulture in the second one with Mysteria when they're both in prison? I have not seen the second one yet, so. Oh, okay. Sorry. Spoilers. Good you're, you're good, bud. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my Carnage movie, so. It's uh, coming. Unfortunately, no. Hey, Stefan, I found someone to read Maximum Carnage with me on the show. Oh, God. It's not a good comic. <laughs> yes, it's, sorry. it's not. I know it's, it's not. We'll talk about it in another episode. But so I kind of want to wrap up where this, where this, with this, this arc. And this is, and after Orm gets arrested, you have Aquaman who ends up going back into the ocean to go back to Atlantis. Mm-hmm. I do like that scene. And there's your Aqua Dog standing with Mara as Aquaman <sighs> jumps into the water. And you do have a brief, like they do a, a little like stinger saying how they're putting the suicide about the suicide squad. Mm-hmm. So I I can't remember what arc goes next in Justice League. I've read the whole thing, but it's been years. But the Forever Evil arc, we are definitely gonna have to read on this show, especially if you've never read it before. I've never read it, so really I'm down. Good. Before we get to that, I kind of want just there's one last issue of the story just to wrap up, which I didn't think was very good. The epilogue, which is Aquaman has been king now for it doesn't say how long, but you can tell he's been down there for a little bit. Have some whalers who have Atlantis weaponry, and he ends up going on their boat and kicking their asses because they're killing whales. And I mean, it was kind of cool, and it shows him commanding, you know, the army and how people don't trust him. The army doesn't really trust him. The humans don't trust him because of what happened. I mean, that's some kind of cool stuff, but I, I didn't really care for it. Mm-hmm. And then it also shows you a villain that's really fucking stupid. That's after this arc that I can't stand. I, I don't even remember his name, but he's in a freaking like underwater suit and. He, it's dumb as fuck. We're not reading that art. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it and it ends with another. He's talking to fish, and he says, "I won't fail you again." To the fish, to the fish, a whole splash page of just fish. He's talking yep. to the fish. Are like dirt. And Once the again, gets arrested. <laughs> and then it says the king has awoken, and that has to do with another story arc that we're not discussing right now. Mm-hmm. Or do we need to discuss? Yes, we do. Yeah, not time. now. <laughs> so, uh, no, I mean, I, I, I really wanted to read the story because I read after we read the trench, I went through and read up to like I got to issue twenty-eight of Aquaman of the New Fifty Two run before I just I had enough, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I just couldn't do it anymore. I don't I know. Fell off for uh, now. I might, I might go the distance. I might try to do all eleven volumes. Good. I, I just. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it, doesn't it go up to 70 or something? It's like a high. No, 52. 52? It's a new 52. Everything goes to 52. I thought they still, like, continued it afterwards, after nope. the year. They oh. they ended it with Rebirth and went to Rebirth. Uh, well, that goes to show rebirth is I don't weird. give a shit about any of this. <laughs> I didn't like New 52. So tell me where, how New 52 hurt you. Show me in yeah. the doll where New 52 hurt you. Please. Right here. <laughs> Ooh, that's a bad spot, JD. Mm. And here. For and those here. that don't know, we there's no video. We can't tell. Hey, hey, don't touch what I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> that is his don't know square. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. There is some bad art in some of the later Justice League books. Uh, yeah. Well, book. and let's let's not split hairs here. New Fifty Two kind of really hurt DC a lot. I not, think not so at, at least. First, yeah. it, no, oh, not yeah. at first. Not at first. It no. It freaking was great. Well, and let's let's uh, also yeah. Let's also mention the fact that as of this recording, it was like a week or two ago dan didio did get fired and released from dc as editor-in-chief 
Yeah, so it won't be, it'll be a while by the time they hear this book, they hear this story. So, yeah, but, you know, it's just like that's he's the guy who made basically made the key decisions, including New 52 for the past 11 years. And, you know, most comic book readers would agree that this was a long overdue thing and nobody liked any of those choices. And I guess Jim Lee is kind of holding the spot fresh right now. I don't know if he's doing his job and Dan Didio's job, but yeah. it's and That's, that's what's going on. Another conversation. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's a weird situation. Yep. God, but... we need to wherever you okay um yeah. that about wraps it up with i i think what we want to say about throwing of atlantis mm-hmm. i think we should go to shelf or box yeah yeah, yeah. Go, let's do it i go for first we'll start with a, a nice positive thing i mean obviously this was my pick it's going on the shelf i read this years ago when i was going through reading all the justice league stories the whole new 52 run and i really liked it then i read it twice actually in in this time preparing for the episode i just really enjoyed it. i had to read it again and i still think it is an amazing story i mean yes we spoil it yes we talk about it but it's a comic go read it it's worth it it's mm-hmm. it's a little annoying because it jumps between aquaman and justice league so you have to like jump back and forth depending on how you're reading this i from the sound of it, the DCU app isn't the friendliest. And mm-hmm. the, the way that I read it isn't the friendliest either. And there is no trade of it, I want to say, you can buy. Not of just this, which is stupid. Uh, yeah. There's I mean, a volume could, three of it, yeah. Yeah, you could buy Throne of Atlantis, but it, I don't think it includes the Justice League issues. So I think you'd be and, and lost. You, you need that to finish this. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I don't think it does. I really don't think it does. I don't think it does either. I'm pretty sure you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's good. It's going on my shelf. I'm really glad that we got to do it on here. There, there probably won't be any more Super uh, Aquaman stories for a little while because I think we're Aquaman out at the moment. But mm-hmm. Benny, hey, there might be more at the time when you're listening to this. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> and Dylan, how about you? I give this two blubs way up. Great stuff. It's going on the shelf. It was good. It really was. I love the fact that it tied every like Justice League all together. I love the fact they brought the reserve members in. I like the fact that Cyborg had his own bit to it. That it was all over the place. It was great. It was good. Orm was a fucking badass, even though he was yeah. the bad guy this whole entire time. Vulcan, like I didn't even see that coming. Like I, I don't like Aquaman. I really don't like. And I, in the other podcast, I even said it. He is just a dude who talks to fucking fish. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> But reading these with you guys has kind of opened my eyes. Aquaman's a fucking badass. He really is. I like Aquaman now. I really do. I think we should read the next one. I, I'm psyched. Let's do it. I've been reading it already. It's really good. If you like Aquaman, totally worth it. Just keep going. But There's yeah, a couple it's going are sh- not not worth reading after 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 the next one. So, but yeah, going straight up on the shelf, worth the read every time for sure. Okay, and we'll end on a super positive note. How about you, Stefan? Shelf <laughs> you fucking hated it man (laughs) uh no yeah this is uh we started off on a good thing here with the trench okay i was totally on board except for like the first like initial pages in there because the whole aquaman sitting in a diner that whole thing was goofy but anyway the trench itself the story i actually i loved that if you guys haven't listened to that episode already or whatever, I don't, I don't even know what order we're releasing these in. I assume that one's coming first, Mike, right? Well, 
What is the trench? Oh, yeah. The trench. Yeah. This will be released later. Yeah. So yeah, if you've listened to that one, then you already know I love that. I just the idea of adding more interesting things to the ocean and learning more about Atlantis are the things that I kind of want from an Aquaman comic. Like I, I get that he's like he's cool in the New Fifty Two and he's edgy and he's got all these awesome powers and he can like take on wonder woman and superman that stuff's kind of cool but i want to learn about the ocean like those are the things that interest me about aquaman <laughs> to be honest it's so well, weird if you want to read the next story arc that does explain a lot of atlantis's past yeah, yeah. atlantis's past you know and like the like even his lineage or something I how can tell you Dude, all read, dead king. read the dead king yeah. sorry it's, yeah you'll, no you'll get your explanation i'm sure see that's the thing though but like judging uh, just off this like trade by itself i wouldn't put it on my shelf because it's just i felt like it should have gone on longer and there should have been more drama between him and orm like i actually do like orm and i like his costume too i think it looks badass right and some of the covers to these issues too look badass and they have orm on them but like the actual drama between the brothers i felt like it wasn't it didn't feel like two brothers arguing it just felt like some dude who used to be king and now this dude who is king I don't know. They just didn't feel like there was something there, like a family bonding of any kind. So I, I want to say there's a little bit in the arc before this, but maybe I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just I didn't learn enough about Atlantis. Like I felt like I should learn more about like how their uh, battle stuff works. Like I don't know. I just I just wish it was longer. Like I didn't. It felt condensed to me. It, it was condensed. It was, and it it once it picks up, the action starts. It's over. It really is. Yeah, and then and then it's just boom, boom, bang, bang. It's almost like Michael Bay movie or something. But I know Jeff Johns wrote this. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. Yeah, uh, we Jeff all know Johns. how that ends. Yeah, he's he's never been one of my favorite writers, um, oddly. Yeah, and he's he's written wow. I think he's written kinda everything, but I I like him, especially with Justice League. I think he did a really good job with Justice League. Yeah, I mean there's I'm not saying there's not stuff I don't I don't like of his, but like he's not one of my favorites. I don't think he's consistently good like some other people, but I don't like his most of his ideas. But he's in this thing, like the way he started it with Aquaman, I appreciate it, but this actual uh volume by itself yeah i'm not putting it on the shelf it's going in the box okay. those are my final thoughts <laughs> not what I, I i'm not what i expected okay yeah. i'll respect it <laughs> yeah I, I i i see your argument sir i will respect all righty <laughs> i'm still gonna that give about wraps it up <laughs> yeah, you know maybe he's just upset because aquaman wouldn't let him bum a beer off him maybe that's what he's upset with this book <laughs> <laughs> that's probably it mm -hmm. i mean he it's very calls. normal to go into it's very normal to go inside a place of business and go man i just want to bum a beer off you it'd be okay right if i just steal a beer you won't call the cops chase after me it'd be okay right like you know, I've made that. oh i think that about wraps up this episode i um, think you've listened to another comic episode of cave my mom found i'm not sure what we're gonna do next we have some ideas actually i do know what we're gonna do next but i don't know if i want to <laughs> i'm not sure how this is gonna be published mm -hmm. anymore Aquaman, that's for sure uh <laughs> i want to give an awesome shout out to our awesome intro and outro courtesy of Bulby, aka mike stoney from his ep bite the bullet songs the cool kid squad i've said that so many times at this point you will see a link in the show notes for his youtube video for his youtube channel so definitely check him out he always appreciates it and
and keep listening to these. I mean, we we do these once a, we're we do these once a month. We're planning to do more once life cools down and we're not going crazy and wondering <laughs> what's gonna where, where our toilet paper is gonna come from. Once mm-hmm. all that's calmed down, yeah, we do have safe. plans okay. to do more. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned, and well, we will see you guys. Keep listening to our regular episode. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Don't forget to wash your hands. Don't touch your face, and don't touch anybody else's face unless yeah. it's JD's. Unless it's your aqua dog. <laughs> <laughs> you can pet aqua dog. Aqua dog can't get it. Bye, everybody.